Hello everyone, you're listening to The Link, where we share stories and connect. Welcome to another inspiring story of this week with Karen Thema. From going through a divorce to overcoming thyroid cancer, but that didn't stop her. Thanks for joining us, Karen. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So Karen, can you tell us more about your journey? Sure. Um, what was it? My gosh, it must be about 10, 11 years ago. Um, I had graduated from school and um, I remember being excited and my life was going really well and my new business was, um, was growing. And one day I was massaging my neck and I felt a lump and I thought, well, this is a weird place for a lump. And uh, didn't think much about it. Thought maybe, oh, maybe it's a gland or something. And then it, 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 it didn't seem to go away. And I finally went to the doctors and she's like, oh, this is probably a lump on your thyroid. Let's go get it checked out. So I said, okay. And they monitored it for about a year. And then the size of it changed. Uh, and then my doctor said, hmm, maybe you need to go for further testing. The size of it has changed. Let's go check it out. We'll send you to this hospital. <clears throat> Excuse me. We'll send you to this hospital called Princess Margaret, which is our cancer hospital. So I said, oh, are we, are you saying I have cancer? And she goes, well, no, but we want to make sure. And I remember being so scared about that because that's always, you know, as, as humans, that's always our biggest fear, right? Or at least it was mine. And um, yeah, and that was, that's when I found out they did surgery and that's when I found out I did have cancer, but, um, and then I had it removed. But for me, it literally was the best thing that ever happened to me because I was actually going down a road of, you know, I was a big smoker. I ate junk food like it was going out of style. I would eat at fast food restaurants all the time, which is not great for our body. And I remember, I'm just going to go back a little bit before that, because I remember when every day I was quitting smoking and every day I lit up a cigarette. And I still remember the day that I was going to quit smoking again, quit for like four hours, got in my car, found a half a cigarette. And then I looked, I lit it up and I looked in the mirror and I'm like, what would it take for you to quit smoking? And that's when I found out two weeks later that I had the cancer. So be careful what you wish for. And like I said, for me, it really, really did change my life because I thought, okay, I need to maybe do some research around food. I heard a, a holistic nutritionist speak how food can heal your body. And you know, we all know that smoking and eating, you know, junk food isn't great for us, but we don't actually know why it's not great for us. A lot of people. So I went back to school and uh, started learning about nutrition and became a holistic nutritionist. And then I started learning more and more about how the body worked. I quit smoking. I changed my lifestyle. And that's really how I got started on my journey that I'm on to today. So I hope that I hope that helps somebody because a lot of people, you know, they they get cancer and then they they feel like that's it for their life. 
And there's so much more you can do to heal the body. So I hope that I hope that helps. That's so true. So you've been in health and wellness for over 10 years. How did that started? The cancer. That's what started the, uh, you know, getting having the cancer really just gave me that wake up call. You know, I, I the universe is always speaking to us. And that was pretty loud for me to make that change. So I started, like I said, I went back to school. I'm also a massage therapist. I'm a holistic nutritionist. And um, that's how, yeah, I guess it's been 10 years since I've been, or actually no, now 15 years in the health and wellness industry, but really started diving deeper in the last five years. And five years ago, my life took another turn for me when I became single. And I actually got involved in a direct sales company, which again, took me to the next step in my, in my life. And I got partnered with a whole bunch of people um, that are experts in health and wellness. And I started learning. I just started learning from the best of the best in the industry. So for me, I just, I started learning more about how does our mind work? You know, I, I became single and I was depressed and, and I started, I was living in my past all the time and I didn't know how to move forward. So for me, I started learning about how the mind works and then learning how my body spirit works together. And that's kind of how this journey has taken me to where I'm at. I started coaching as well. My business is called 50 and free. And under that umbrella is massage, is nutrition, is a business opportunity, you know, just helping people, mostly women, get unstuck. Are you approaching your 50s? Are you in your 50s? And you're just looking for a change in life, but you don't know how to move, how to move forward. Our brain likes to stay in the past. It's comfortable there. So that's, uh, that's how I got into that. That's how long I've, it's amazing how fast 15 years goes. <laughs> that's super inspiring. Thank you. So how do you mentor women to become their authentic self? Would you like to share some of this? steps um well, i give people i give you know people simple tips kind of explaining how the mind works how how does our body and our mind work together and then if they're spiritual explain how that all works together but i give people simple tips like you know most people they don't love to journal i hated journaling for the longest time, I thought this is dumb. This is work. I don't get it. I don't know what to write because, you know, when we used to write in school, there were, it was writing essays and stuff like that. Right now we can just, I call it brain dumping. So all the chatter that goes on in our mind all day long, some people who don't sleep, that chatter goes all night long. So I teach people how to journal because it's a very easy tool to, um, dump out all that, what I call nonsense that's going on in our brain and how to find out, well, where is this stemming from? Some of this, what I call the chatter. I call the brain, the monkey brain, but, uh, and I explain that a little bit more in detail, but um, journaling can help you get to the answers to your questions a lot faster. And I'll give you an example. I actually, a few years ago, I had to write a bio I think it was actually the first time I went on a podcast 
and I had to write a bio and I've never really written a bio. I've always had other people do it for me for my business. So I stressed out about it for a good five hours. I was getting anxiety. I was getting angry. I felt stupid. I didn't know how to do this. And I'm going, and, and this went on for five hours and I could feel my anxiety, you know, and I don't, I don't have anxiety most of the time, but sometimes it needs to show up. Anyway, at the same time, my dog is barking and just everything. It was like chaos in my place. And, and finally I was like, okay, I got to move this. I have to figure out where this anxiety is coming from. Anyway, to make, to kind of make it kind of funny, I took my phone and I smashed it on the ground because I didn't know if I had a punching bag, it would have been great, but I don't own one. So anyway, so then I was like, okay, I have some anger that I need or frustration that I need to move out, that I need to find the answer to this. So I took out my journal and my phone, my phone ended up being fine. Thank God. Cause I started laughing after I did that, but it's just energy. And, um, and I journaled out, okay, what is this going on? What is the big deal about writing a bio? What I, what I discovered in my journaling is that I felt like I wasn't good enough to do, to write a bio because I don't have a university degree and I don't have that college degree. So who's going to listen to me? I call this old programming. You know, you're not good at, you're not going to be successful unless you have a university degree. I don't know how you grew up, but that's how I grew up. <laughs> so, and then I was like, well, if I need someone to have a university degree and send somebody to one of those, one of those people, then I can do that. Right. I don't need a university degree to be successful. And I started going down the people that I know. I don't know if you know who Bob Proctor is, but he doesn't even, I don't even think he has a high school <laughs> degree and he is a billionaire. So, and a very successful. So that's what journaling did for me. It helped me get to the answer. And then it's like, okay, well, what have I accomplished in life? So I brought out all my certificates, all my diplomas, you know, from school and stuff. And I was like, wow, I've done a lot that I'm proud of. So these are simple. I know that's a long answer, but these are just simple tips. And that I teach people of to find out what this, what I call old programming is, how we grew up to going, okay, well, Let's make some sense of where these emotions are coming from and let's help you move forward. So for me, all of a sudden, after I realized where this anger and frustration was coming from, I was able to, it took me 10 minutes to write a, a bio and I'm like, well, that wasn't that complicated, but I needed to go through those emotions to get to the root of the problem so I can move forward. So this is, this is what I teach people in my, in my programs. That's so beautiful. Thank you. So throughout your journey and on how to fight you do, what impact do you left a trace in your heart that you'll never forget? And was it a good or a bad thing? Sorry, what left a good impression? Um, what left a trace in your heart that you'll never forget? Um, oh my gosh, good question. Um, <laughs> People's, honestly, people's belief in me. I found, I used to, I used to not like people very much. I used to just, that's a whole other subject. But when you start finding the right people who lift your spirits and lift your, help you become the best version of you, um, 
that's, that's where I'm very grateful for those friends of mine that really just believed in me and helped guide me into my, what I call healing journey. Because I was so, I was so stuck. I was just so stuck. I didn't know how to move forward. And I was like a sponge. Somebody just take me by the hand. And, and, and a good friend of mine basically took me by the hand and said, here, you're going here, here, and here. This is what I recommend. And um, I'm, I'm, they have really changed my life. And I'm very grateful for that. So just find the right people that will help take you to that spot that you need, that you want to be in. So I would just say my friends. That's true. So what advice will you give to the listeners out there? Don't give up. Just don't give up on yourself. Pay attention. My biggest thing right now is pay attention to who you hang out with and who you're listening to. Because the five people, how does it go? The five people that you hang out with are the ones that are going to make or break you. So if you're hanging out with people that are, you know, not lifting your spirits, not helping you move forward, then sometimes we need to change that, you know, and find those people that will help you move forward and just don't give up and love yourself. Be kind to yourself. We're so hard on ourselves all the time. So I would just say, take that time and just be kind because I also teach people about self-love. That's, that's also part of my program. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. What's something you wished you have known? Back in the day? Yes. Me? Um, I, you know, one of the things I want to do actually down the road is teach parents how to teach how to understand and teach their kids about emotions and self-love. Because we're not taught that, you know, growing up. Doesn't mean you come from a bad family, but we're not really taught of what emotions mean, what self-love really means and, uh, and worthiness. And I think if I, not I think, I know, if I had known about that, you know, who knows, life could have been different, right? But I know I'm exactly where I need to be. And we need to go through what I call our crap to get to moving forward. So it's part of being light. It's part of life. So yeah, that's kind of what I wish I'd known then. <laughs> that's beautiful. What would you like to say to all the women out there who went through a divorce? Oh my gosh, it's the best thing. <laughs> no, um, no, no, it's tough. I mean, you have to go through the emotions. You have to go through what you need to go through. But there is life after divorce. And if you're stuck, go find the people that can help you get unstuck. Because that's what I did. I needed to move forward. I couldn't, I couldn't let go, even though I didn't want my husband you know, I didn't, I didn't want anybody else to have them either. Right. So that's when it, when I went, okay, I need to go heal. I don't even know what that means. I need to go find me. I don't even know what that means. So just realize that there is life out there that is waiting for you. 
to have a better life. There is an opportunity. There's so much. And just find those people that will help guide you in that direction or YouTube it. My favorite, um, what I call therapist, is somebody um, called Esther and Abraham Hicks. They helped me actually, and they're on YouTube. They helped me get through a lot of my pain as well. But there is life. There is still life. And go live it. Exactly. That's not the end of the world. Exactly. <laughs> so, how do you build a powerful build a powerful connection? Oh, build. Sorry. <laughs> build a perfect connection? Yes. Do you mean like with other people or with myself? Um, you can say whatever you want. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, you know, people feel free to reach out to me. I am on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Um, I'm apparently now, I'm now on TikTok that I'm learning. Um, but to build connections with people, honestly, social media and Clubhouse. Clubhouse is my new, I don't know if you've heard of Clubhouse, but um, I've made a lot of amazing connections there. And yeah, YouTube, YouTube too is a great place to find connections and just help move forward, right? But if you're looking for, you know, to speak to people, Instagram actually has been a great place to meet uplifting spiritual people. For me anyway. Does that answer your does that answer your question? <laughs> yes, it did. Okay. <laughs> I'm always more than happy to speak all the time. So thanks a lot for joining us, Karen. Had a great talk. Thank you so much for taking us through your journey. Oh, you're so welcome. And thank you for, for, in, for the interview and nice meeting you virtually. And, and um, you know, my, my goal is to inspire and change one person's life a day. So if I have done that, I feel so grateful and I feel I'm on purpose. So thank you. I believe that you did that. Amazing. Thank you so much. Okay. So if you guys have any question, please do comment down below and share to whoever needs to listen to this. Follow us on Anchor, Spotify, and many other platforms. See you guys on the next episode.